Welcome everybody, welcome to the podcast here with your host, me, Brandon, myself. Joining me today, we have a wonderful guest um, joining us here today. We've finally been able to catch up with uh, with Ray, Ray Penny with us here today. Welcome, brother. Hey, thanks for having me, man. It's good to see you. No worries, brother. Good to finally catch up and finally get inside the studio. Yeah, it's been a struggle. A lot of <laughs> uncertainty going on, obviously, with the last few months and everything pushing through. And uh, it's just good to be here and chatting with you today. Bro, mean, bro, mean. It's great to have you here with us. Um, and for a good one, guys. Um, yeah, but Birch, go ahead and give us a quick introduction of yourself. Um, just give us a quick background. You give us your name, age, um, where you're from, also um, favorite food, and then, bro, yeah, just just tell us uh, what you've been up to right now recently. Uh, so my name is Ray Penny. I'm 25 years old. I'm born and bred in South Auckland. Uh, my ethnicity is Maori. Um, what I've been up to the last few months? Not a lot, really. Um, <laughs> obviously, with everything that's gone on. Um, but just trying to stay mentally sane and um, just making sure the family's safe. That's pretty much it. But, um, you know, excited to um, talk about, um, I guess, the experiences that I've had um, growing up and what it's brought to make me what I am today. So, mm. very excited. Um, guys, I think Ray's kind of being a bit modest, right? He's, he's, he's done a lot of, uh, <laughs> been through a lot of experiences. And, um, I mean, you know, I guess, you know, because you've, you're uh, prof- basketball coach right um also personal trainer pt um also um a mentor not only that but um you also represent uh, new zealand in a couple and sp- a couple sports or mainly basketball correct um yeah just um give us just a quick background of uh um just uh, a background of your like your accolades and stuff and what what you have accomplished um well very fortunate to be able to compete um at the pinnacle level of two different sports uh one of them obviously being basketball uh, from a young age, um, the basketball was put in my hands um, by my father. Mm. Um, so, um, a lot to talk about, really, um, in terms of what I've experienced. Um, got some international um, competition uh, in there. Uh, represented uh, New Zealand at the Youth Olympics in 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was in Nanjing, China. Um, and then, obviously, the Breakers Academy for three years. Um, so, a lot of uh, competitive challenges yeah. growing up. And... Um, learning different disciplines or not and how to carry that over into different life skills. Um, obviously now um, I'm no longer playing um, at that level anymore. Um, so opportunity doors obviously started closing uh, at the age of 18. So um, it was about how do I take what I learned in basketball and purge mm. it into a different outlet. And um, obviously now um, having five years of personal training experience uh, that what that just came down from wanting to continue that competitive drive in some sort of sport um, into something else. Yeah. Um, you know, and fortunate to have two very strong parents that um, incentivize hard work and discipline. And I think if we're able to have role models um, at a very young age like that, we're able to um, transpire that open to other you know, different life skills mm. and whatnot. Gives it, it gives a sense of uh, direction, eh? Absolutely. You know, especially having you know, grounded parents, but also like. Um, those two, uh, uh, those two skills, or you know, principles, you know, discipline and stuff like that. Um, I guess, uh, I mean, being at a young age, bro. Like, just talk to us about being able to accomplish so much at a young age, and like, just um, your experience or emotions or through that. Because I feel like you know, a lot of us here in Ontario, especially who are trying to achieve sport, you know, careers and stuff like that, right? Um, 
they don't really have a lot of that, I guess, drive, or maybe they have the skill, or they don't really have, I guess, the discipline, or I guess the men, I guess, because you probably have to be mentally strong for that, right? Yeah. Just to be able to, I mean, compete at such a high level, and also to be able to, at a young age, you know, with everything going on, trying to figure yourself out, right? Just trying to find that support. Absolutely. I think growing up in a less fortunate um, community like South Auckland, um, it really highlighted um, the, opp- the lack of opportunities that we tend to go after, and that's just because we don't have as many role models um, around mm. us that we need to be able to have the motivation to do those things. Um, it's not so much the lack of skill. Um, if, in my honest opinion, I honestly think that South Auckland is the high, has the highest amount of Yo, talent, talent um, in, in this country. Um, to be modest um, and that's putting it lightly too um, I just think I don't think we have the resources um, and the support to be able to carry that over mm. um, but in terms of skill set we have everything on the table we're just not able to utilise it properly mm. um, and I think um, for, through my experience from as a kid going from different high schools um, it's just a different type of hunger on the on the schools on the North Shore, and that's not me trying to be yeah. um, stereotypical or anything. That's just from my experiences, and I think um, our behavioural habits was heavily derivated from our environment and also the peers that were surrounded around us. Um, it's just the the drive to be successful over mm. that side of Auckland. It's just do you feel like the, different, bro? I, I love what you said, do you f- especially about the hunger right on the other side. Like, yep. do you feel like um, let, let's say we do have the resources and the support here in South Auckland. Do you feel like that will still be able to be enough against like the other side of Auckland? Absolutely. Um, it's, it's just an issue that's been ongoing. Um, I think um, we still have a lot of work to do. But it's definitely improved um, in the last 10 years no. um, from what I've seen. So um, especially through social media, um, the level of outlet um, to different platforms has improved tremendously. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And then you also mentioned that you, um, you know, growing up in South Auckland and being around different schools. Yeah. Um, you just mentioned you went to a couple of schools, high schools, right? Yeah. So uh, year nine and ten, I started off at Aldi College. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then from there, um, I went to Onihanga High School. Oh, just, mean. Yep. Um, so I spent about a year and a half there, and then um, went to Rosmany High School over on the North Shore. Mm. So as you can see, the the change. Yeah, yeah. Because the demographics. Because they're still they're like, if you think about it, they're all pretty basketball schools. Absolutely. Right, and then the difference between Aldead and Onihanga, and then Onihanga and Rosmany. Yeah, I just think that the level of accountability through the through the peers were different. Yeah. Um, we were just forced by our own peers. It wasn't by our elders or anything. We were just looking around us and looking at their motivation around us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just it just came down to the one percenters and yep. wanting to do the little things properly and the, by the little things i mean turning up to training on time or even just turning up to training period um, i am now a part of basketball programs out in south Auckland now and the problem still stands today people turning up late uh, turning up in their pajamas even or just not turning up at all and it starts just from turning up yeah if you can turn up that's the start it's done. and then all the learning just comes from there right going back to um, what what year did you go to Onihanga? Uh, 2011 to the end of 2012. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I was at Onihanga as well. Yeah, I remember you. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, bro, this guy, I know this guy. He played at Onihanga. So, yeah. Um, yeah, went to high school with all the boys that played there still. But, yeah, that's mean, bro. It's mean. Um, and then, like, the thing that stuck, that stuck out for me that you said is, like, the little things, right? And I feel like a lot of us tend to take for granted the little things especially in South Auckland Absolutely. you know what I mean and like because 
I love like I love what you said, bro. Like we have the talent, we have the skill, we have um, some of us we do have that right mindset and, and maybe some support to a certain extent. But um, sometimes we fail to do those small little things, right? And that can jeopardize our career and also our future. Absolutely, and I think the most uncomfortable thing with that is just um, being comfortable with repetition, and it's uh, just it's so tiring to do the same thing over and over and over again. Mm. We just wanna we always wanna know new things. But how are we going to be able to do new things if we can't do the old things properly? And, you know, if we're able to build up a level of repetition, um, you know, that's it's just going to make the bigger picture so much easier to find. Mm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. For 100%, for a lot of, a lot of great skill and knowledge coming from, from Ray with us, guys. Um, but it's just, because going back, I, I can think, of, and it's so true, because you've been in different types of environments. It's not like... It's actually a different kind of environment when you're going from South Auckland or going from Aurora and and Onehanga, then going to Rosmond. You know what I mean? That that type of environment change. Um, and I feel like some some of us because there have been times when all of when some of us do are able to go to a different environment, yeah. but sometimes that environment can kind of you know um, push us away Absolutely. because we're not used to it. You know what I mean? Like with the repetition and everything. Yeah, and that again that comes down to being uncomfortable with little things. You know, when you look at the bigger picture. Um, you know, we, we tend to look at that as pressure um, and we tend to shy away from that. No. You know, it's like we don't want to be seen in the spotlight, you know, whereas we should be, you know, taking taking the opportunity by the horns and, and seeing where it goes. And I think that's another thing is that we're afraid to, I guess, look like a tryout in front of mm. our friends, especially out in South Auckland. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, especially growing up in South Auckland, um, knowing that there's a fear of, possibly being mocked by your peers for going as hard as you can mm-hmm. and it's still an issue today you know uh, you see examples of oh look he's you know trying to look yeah. cool and all that kind of <laughs> stuff where it's like is there a problem with trying to be successful mm-hmm. you know what's wrong with trying to be the best that you can be or whatever it is you do mm-hmm. and you know I feel like the support around us with our peers can be a lot better with that and that's a huge problem that we yeah. have in today's society still well yeah going back to that bro what because I totally agree with with you on that point, right? Um, just the fact that no one wants to be that guy, right? No one wants to be that guy. Um, no one wants to be that try hard. No one wants to be the guy that outdoes everyone. And I guess my only question is like, you know, why do you think us and people in South Auckland, you know, do that to our own, like to our own people? Um, I honestly can't, I can't speak for everybody. Um, but... Um, being on the receiving end yeah. on that type of stuff, um, it, it is definitely tough mentally. Um, you know, you just have to try and focus as much as you can um, on your goal at hand and your task at hand because eventually you know, you're going to be able to pass those skill sets on to the younger generation you know, after you. And that's what's most important is, you know, trying to catch these kids at a younger age mm. so they don't have to go through this type of stuff um, that we went through when we were their age. Mm-hmm. Bro, awesome, bro. Love it. Um I, and yeah, if we could just learn to be able to do those small things, bro. And I guess because I feel like sometimes we we, we care about what other people think, and I feel like for me, like that's probably a big thing. Is like even though we don't, um, we don't, we do want to try our best to be successful, but when others others see us being successful, they don't want us. I guess they want us to not be. I guess, have you ever heard that crab analogy, 
right? Like when when you put when you fish for crabs, usually people they leave the bucket open. Yeah. When, when you leave the bucket open, um, people like they don't go out, and the reason why they don't go out is because when someone goes out, like someone drags them down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's a big thing with us, especially in our community and our culture. Sometimes we don't want we don't like to see other people surpassing us. Absolutely. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, like if we could change surpassing with you know them doing doing good in life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, why not give our support and positivity to those people who are succeeding? Absolutely. I don't think you can, you know, you'll never be able to change everyone. But I think it's just, you know, trying to focus on the people around you that, you know, that do push you and give a damn about your success. Um, I think if you try to focus more of your energy on that side of things, um, you'll be fine. Mm. You'll be fine. 100, bro. I guess moving on to a couple of questions, bro. Um, You know, being, obviously yourself being a personal trainer and, or high performance coach and everything, right? Um, talk to us about that process and what made you want to become um, a coach in that in that aspect. Um, well, I think uh, well at the moment I'm now the head coach of the basketball program at Macaulay High School. Nice, nice. Um, so yeah, I guess it's me living the beginning all over again, uh, and that's the beautiful thing about it. Yeah, is that I can you know teach these kids you know uh, a, a, a typical uh, skill set. That they're able to carry over into different um, curriculum activities or even the academics. Um, you know, the I think the hardest thing for me was um, gaining their trust, um, the trust of trying to implement. Um, I guess you could say, um, damn, what's the word? Um, just trying to implement a system mm. where um, an identity of winning inside the gym as a warning you know outside, outside of life, life exactly yeah. so and that was just again the little things turning up um turning up to training on time uh making sure that you're staying up with your academics you know if i ever heard from any of the girls teachers that they were underperforming in the class you know i would pull them aside and say you know you won't be performing on the court mm. and if we're able to give them that, that level of accountability with that you know they are, they are able to carry it over into their careers into their job you know, another example was, you know, if you can't turn up to training on time, what makes you think you're going to turn up to work on time? Yeah. You know, and that's a bigger thing because you need to work to be able to provide for your family. That's like life skills, bro. Absolutely. Punctuality, bro. Absolutely. And throughout the year, I was able to um, get across that message to mm. the girls. And that's where I started to gain the respect and the trust from them. So that mm. made it a lot easier. Um, in terms of personal training, um, that just came from all the experiences that I learned as yeah. an athlete. Um, and then obviously passing it on to other people that uh, other others that needed help um, with their you know just a healthier lifestyle and whatnot. Mm. Bro, being a coach has so much impact in people's lives, bro. You know, think about it, like you you know you yourself being um, you know that role model and athlete. Like if you think about a lot of major big sport teams, uh, coach coaches are so influential and they can have such a great impact on players. You know what I mean? So that that's that's so awesome, bro. Like. I can I can remember a couple of my coaches, whether it be rugby or basketball, like, and then I just knowing that they have an influence not only on the court but off the court. You know that's that's so big and it's so, and I feel like you probably have moments where you've have where those players have come up to you and then and been, because you've earned their respect, you know stuff like that. They probably at a point probably come up to you and and you know thank you for things that you've done or maybe they're not maybe like because there's some things sometimes. We can go to our coach for some things, right? And, but not our parents or teachers or stuff like that. Like, Absolutely. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. um, it's such, like, people don't understand that being a coach and stuff, 
it really has a big impact on people's lives. You're not just a coach, you know, on the sporting field. You're a coach in life too. Mm. And you know, whatever examples that you set um, for, you know, your team or your or the kids, whatever, you know, they're gonna they're gonna use that. Um, and I think the most important thing is that you know, there's a common denominator across whatever you do in life. Uh, the, the attention to detail and the level of commitment should always remain the same, um, whether it's on the sporting field, um, out there, you know, in the classroom. Or you know whatever it is that you do in life, it mm. should always be the same. Or hundred, bro. I I like I like what you said. Talked about you know being everything you do on the court is gonna be what you do on in life. You know what I mean? Like everything. Like if you show up to train and you, you show up late, you're gonna show up late at work. Um, and that's that's something that I guess a lot of our young people in our community need to understand, um, especially when it comes to to failures, right? Like um, speaking about. Um, setbacks or failures um, that's something that we love to focus on here and the podcast for sure um, I guess what would be some failures or I guess what would be one setback that you could think of that you're grateful for um, I would say um, I would say um, coming to terms with um, that my basketball career probably wasn't going to be um, taken any further than it had been at the time um, I was 18 years old. I'd just come back from China from the Olympics. Mm. Um, and, you know, I was obviously I was out of school and nothing was on the table in terms of um, scholarships or anything like that over in America. Um, and that was the toughest thing because if you're able, you know, if you're spending half of your life dedicating yourself to, to a, sport, to yeah. a certain craft, any craft that is, yeah. um, and for that just to come to an absolute stop, to stop. Um, mentally that will, you know, tailspin. Um, and I did go through some things um, for a couple of months mm. um, with that. Um, mostly it was um, thinking that my parents were disappointed in me yeah. um, because of you know all the time and dedication that they gave to me, you know, picking me up, taking me to training at you know five thirty in the morning. You know I felt like I failed them, and that was really hard as as a young teenager. You know not only to um, come to terms with you know that your love of basketball had come to an end or playing the game, should I say, um, but also, you know, thinking that you disappointed your parents. Mm. Um, obviously, you know, we had that chat and that was actually the complete opposite. You know, it was just a reminder of, you know, that the journey that I experienced, you know, they experienced that with me too. And it was just hard. It was really hard. Um, but then, you know, obviously, you know, as my dad said, um, you know, you can't keep crying forever. Um, you have to figure out what you're going to do next. And that's where bodybuilding and training came in for me. Mm. Um, you know, how was I able to take, you know, a certain discipline and transfer that over into yeah. something else? And I would say the transition was actually quite easy. It was actually quite easy. Mm. Gave you something to take your, like, pursue your, I guess, your passions and stuff. It carried on that competitive drive, yeah. Because I, I, I remember, like, our podcast before um, with Marlon, he talked a lot, you know, about you and... Um, and also, like his, your influence on him and his pursuit on that career, you know, on that on that line of his career, because he was kind of going through the the same things with league and everything, coming back and transitioning that energy. Mm. Focusing on that point, um, I guess that's something that I guess a lot of um, young athletes here now too, because there's so much uh, when it comes to rugby and stuff, or whatever sport it may be, um, just being able to transition transition from a sport you know into or your passions into something else to yeah. a positive nature because mm -hmm. there's a lot of times where we don't make that cut 
um, you know, whether it be legal or, you know, under 18 Warriors or whether it be um, Oakland Blues or, you know, whatever it may be, um, we we kind of struggle to find that sense of, I guess, solace and peace yep. when um, and transitioning the energy to something else. Yep. I guess what what would be some some piece of advice you could give to those those people because you know you obviously being in that and going through that yep. right um that could help other people here and not at all if i'm being honest um i still haven't gotten over it um but i look at that as as, as a positive for me mm. uh because you know it continues that drive to um chase that never-ending you know plethora of, of success yeah um i guess the piece of advice that i would give to others is to um, focus on all the good things that you were able to achieve mm. in that and what can you extract from that um, to put into something else. I mean, you can't say that you only just love rugby. You know, yeah. so you might love something else. It might be gaming. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It might be anything. Um, so see what you can t- extract from whatever you learned, you know, through that time and experience of whatever sport it is you played and see if you can put it into something else. Just give it a try. You know, that's all you can ask. Is just give it a try. Um, you know, it's you're not going to achieve anything by sitting there and, and you know dwelling on you know because mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely not a failure. It's just a it's just a roadblock. That's all it is. It's yep. not a failure. Hundred percent, bro. It's just and we we need we we gotta understand that these roadblocks are temporarily and we gotta this because I guess only us we we're the only ones that can get through our own roadblocks. Absolutely. You know, um, it's just are we willing to do it? Um, sure. go, going off on on that, bro. We kind of talked, touched a little bit about before about you know our community and somewhat about you know the struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess going back, what would you say is society's biggest flaw and greatest strength? I think um, the last few months, especially being in lockdown, has heavily highlighted one of the issues that we have, and that's obviously mental health. Mm. Um, you know, I, I feel like a lot of us don't talk about it. Um, you know, we, we've all gone through something in our lives. You know, and I can speak, you know, for, for men as well. You know, yes, it's okay to cry. You know, yes, it's it's okay to express our emotions. And yes, it's okay to ask for help. Um, you know, we, you know, us men, we tend to bottle up our emotions and hide 100%, it. 100%, bro. And um, it's, it, it can be looked at as weak if you do express your emotions, but it's 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 not, you know. I think if we understand now that the, the world has now evolved, Especially being, you know, in a in a time where there's advanced technology and social media, you know, and there's there's definitely you know outlets that we can reach out to and and ask for help. Yeah, or that's mean. Um, I guess that's something that has, you know, been a big issue, right? You know, just uh, mental awareness or mental health, and you know, I guess it's kind of relatively, I wouldn't say new in society, but I guess it's relatively new in our in our communities. Um, especially, you know, being Pacific Islander or, you know, or Māori or Pacifica, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, do you think, do you think, like, it's a, it's an issue and within culture when it comes to mental healthness awareness, or do you think it's just, you know, something that we're, we're not really, you know, aware of or know how to communicate? Um, I think we just don't acknowledge it enough. Um, I can't speak for all cultures. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know... In my culture, especially, you know, in the older generation, you know, it was much so swept under the carpet, you know, with mental health and we, we couldn't be seen as weak. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, with the, you know, dad's generation and granddads and, and so what, so on, uh, so forth. Um, you know, they were, you know, always looked at as, you know, strong men and never showed signs of weakness. And, you know, as it was passed down, 
you know, it, it became hard to be able to deal with that type of stuff because we felt like we couldn't talk about it. Mm. Um, but I, th- I feel times are getting better now and we're able to talk about things. Um, so it's definitely heading in the right direction. Yeah, that's mean. Because I feel like, you know, personally for me, like, you know, just being able to, or from the people or families I have been, a- I have been able to talk to you about, you know, mental health and awareness, um, I guess it's, it's just because we were, as men, you know, we're meant to take it on the chin. You know, or sweep it under the rug, or like you know, carry on. Um, and I guess we do have this this thing in our minds where you know we're not we're less of a man. You know, if if we ourselves are not are, are able to express you know those little feelings of vulnerability and weakness. You know, um, I guess it's just trying to teach our generation now to be able to communicate those feelings and emotions in a positive way. You know, because sometimes we can tend to turn it into a negative way. Absolutely. And it really hurts ourselves, you know? Yeah, for sure. And as an, as an aside, I have a good friend of mine, um, Samoan Sefa. He's doing a 48-hour walk challenge on the 30th of December. Oh, uh, I saw that, bro. I saw yeah, that. So, 48-hour walk challenge. Um, so, if you can head over to a social media page, um, social, um, Samoan Sefa, and um, show him some support because mm. he's, you know, he's trying to do something great for our, our community. And... Um, you know, he heavily believes in, you know, living a healthier lifestyle and, and taking care of mental health and mental awareness and all that type of stuff. So if you could kindly head over to um, Samoan Sefa on Facebook and Instagram and showing some love and support because um, he's doing it for a great cause. Mean, bro. Shout out, shout out to him. Um, I guess moving on to our, one of our last questions, um, what does authentic mean to you? When I think of authentic, I think, it, um, think of it as being as transparent as possible. Um and just getting to know, you know, the real you. That's pretty much all I can mm. say about being authentic, yeah. 100%, bro. Yeah. What do you think? Bro, I honestly think it's just being genuine and being your honest, true self. Because I feel like some of us in this life, you know, we we tend to go in life not recognizing or understanding who we are. You know what I mean? Because we're, we're going to struggle and find out who we are. And when we do find out who we are, it's... Like it is, we've gone through so many things, and we're not able to actually express the kind of individual we we can be. It's so easy to now embody, you know, um, especially celebrities nowadays. Uh, um, you know, and we feel somewhat disappointed because we can't match what they do, mm. and that again, that just boils down to being in the era of social media. You know, unfortunately, unfortunately, for <laughs> for real. And I guess it's just a learning curve for all of us, you know. Absolutely, you know, because. Uh, I feel like, especially if there's one thing that 2021 can teach us, bro, it's just like just being able to just being able to understand and grow your mind mentally, like strong, yeah. and being able to um, find yourself. Because like, we've had so much time, and and I guess you know, just trying to learn those ways to create a positive vibe with ourselves. Yeah, it's just about being present in the moment, and you know, not taking anything for granted. I think these last two years has definitely you know, made us look at that and realize what we've taken for granted. You yeah. know, because a lot of things have been minimized and taken away from us yeah. um, over the last two years. So um, we're still crawling our way up. We're still, still bro. We still are. <laughs> we're getting there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. One step at a time. One step at a time. <laughs> awesome, bro. We're grateful to have you here on the show, brother. No, thank, thank you for, like, sharing all your amazing advice with us. Appreciate you for having me. No worries. Is there anything, I guess, before, you know, we close up, Anything you'd like to, you know, share to the audience? Um, I just, you know, uh, obviously Merry Christmas and New Year's to all your families out there. Um, stay safe. 
um, you know, and just just look after your family, look after your loved ones, and that's pretty much it. Mm, awesome, bro. All right, guys, we'll make sure we we'll put raise um, details in the bottom description below. Um, like, subscribe, and comment, and let us know what you think. Um, yeah, Merry Christmas and you know Happy New Year to everyone that's watching. Um, but yeah, until then, uh, we'll for sure have him back on later later on a couple episodes to come in the future. But until then, we'll see you guys.